When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. I'm always like, <laughs> I'm always, I'm yes. always like, this Super Tramp song slaps. <laughs> I'm sorry. Super Tramp slaps. I like this character. The, the guy that's at the record store is a sex offender. Yeah. I'm sorry. This song slaps, and I'm sorry, I cannot come 50 feet within 50 feet of you. I want to show you where that album is, but I can't. You can go over that side of the store. Because I'm a danger to society. I've got a laser pen. Follow the light. I'll shine it on the record from over here. Go there. Follow the laser pen dot. But... I cannot walk you over the section or I will, my ankle bracelet will go off. It's like, I'm sorry, but it's like he apologizes before every like opinion he has about music, but he's never apologized to his victims. Yeah, I'm sorry, but T for two slaps. Welcome to Double Threat, the fun show where we have fun and you have fun. That's the new catchphrase. I didn't tell you that. I wish I'd gotten a heads up. Hi, I'm Julie Klausner. I'm in New York City. And I'm Tom Sharpling, and I'm in Los Angeles. And this is is the the fun fun show show where we have fun. Yes. And you don't. You don't. It's a, we're concerned about our fun, not your fun. But you know what? Today's show is so much fun. Even if we tried to stop you from having fun, it wouldn't do it. work. We couldn't do it. Although there is a theory. I never. I don't know if I've ever asked you this, um, but there's a theory, and I'm curious about this. About the, the temperature uh, that steel melts at? No! I know your philosophy. Finally, we're going to talk about this. Finally, oh, let's please. get into oh, it. Here please. we go. We know this. Finally. We know this. We know how you feel about that. About Tower 7. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Sometimes I get texts from Tom saying, What about Tower 8? What about Tower Records? <laughs> well, I remember when you wanted to do. A 9-11, but for the Wilco uh, Tower, that was fucked up. Yes, for those Chicago apartment buildings. <laughs> you, when you go you to Chicago like, and you're just like, oh, my God, it's the Wilco album cover. Right. Like you see and, then, the, and then, oh my God, I like, went to your yeah. house one time and there was a dry erase board and it was just like, and it wasn't pictures of the towers. It was just you writing planes go into the Wilco Towers over and over again. Like Bart yes. in the beginning of The Simpsons. It was a chalkboard and... Uh, that uh, was not a dry erase board. It's an old school chalkboard. And yeah. I would write out yeah. Wilco lyrics 
and conspiracy <laughs> theories. Then you'd flip it over and it just goes and it just says planes go into the Wilco building. Planes go into the Wilco building. Yes. Bell rings. You hop on your skateboard. You go right to jail. So if you're wondering why I am legally not allowed to see Wilco, uh, <laughs> Julie just told you why. They and will not let me in the shows. So Wil- disappointed. Wilco will not go. go. Tom, Tom <laughs> will not won't go. go. Won't go. You call them Tom. won't go. Tom won't go to see Wilco. Just because they have my picture at the door. Uh, and it says, don't let this guy in. I want to do a portrait where like my official headshot. I want to be one of those photos of people they put behind the cash register at grocery stores that says bad checks. And there's a picture of me. Oh, my God. That would be the greatest. So whenever someone's like, could you send a headshot? I'm like, here you go. And there's a Pathmark, you know, cash register in the foreground and me looking sad and scared. (laughs) (laughs) Next next to like, it's like zucchini code zero one two eight. Yeah. That is a moment when you know you've arrived, mm. when you're the where the, you've created such such a bad time at this store that they're finally like, we're never one more time. We're putting that person's picture at the it, register. It's like it's like dirtbag Sardis, where instead of having your portrait done, and yeah, you know, amongst well, the uh, the hoi polloi. Mm-hmm. Well, you do you your- think at a place like that, do they have caricatures at the register to say, like, do not allow this person into the thing? And it's like a giant oversized head riding like a tiny car or whatever they do in those caricatures. Well, that's that's what the bank should do to discourage you from writing bad checks is like, you know, you with a tiny tennis racket. And the biggest nose you've ever seen. Yeah, it's like, what's the feature that you hope nobody notices yeah. on your face? Well, we're yeah. going to highlight that in Real this caricature. Big. Real big. I'm terrified of caricatures. So don't write bad checks. Although, is check writing something from the past? Let us like, know at double threat pod at gmail.com. And the subject line should read, in all caps, attention, Brett. (laughs) This email is about check kiting. Is that what it's called? Yeah, kiting checks. That's like... Is that what that Beatles song is about? Do, 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 do. Yeah, that's... Do, 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 Not my favorite Beatles album. Why not? Come because, on! Because of exactly what whoa, you just explained. Sergeant Pepper is kind of like, they're like, what if we don't play guitars on this one, but all the songs are about the circus? <laughs> and you're just how like... And all the songs are about the circus? How about you play guitars again? I liked, I liked all the records, you know, the ones where you played guitar on all of them, and then now you're playing a calliope singing about... <laughs> Singing boop, about boop, a boop, guy boop, on a trampoline. Boop, boop, boop. It's like, it's 
like I'm fixing John Lennon's a like, home. I got a song about the circus, and Paul McCartney's like, I got a song. I'm I'm 26 years old right now, but I wrote a weird song about being a senior citizen. It's like, why? What is the compo like what 26-year-old was so busy thinking about just like when I'm 64, it's like, I, I, what are you doing thinking about the, being old like that? That's the problem with Paul McCartney, which is the same thing with Davy Jones and Head, which is you give psychedelics to people that are nerdy enough and their mm-hmm. hallucinations involve vaudeville. <laughs> exactly. Oh, will you still need me? Will you still feed me? It's like, <laughs> what are you singing about? But that's like, the problem. You give, you give psychedelics. To someone like that, like, oh, this is going to open your mind and, like, reveal yeah. the deepest crevices of your subconscious and your it. It's like, get me out of this. Yeah. And then I don't. Yeah. Well, that's one thing we need to really do is keep psychedelics away from corny people. Then that is maybe like. That I don't know. Let's I all just get up and dance to a song that was a hit yeah. before your mother was oh, born. Oh, so wait, so this was a hit before my mother was born, <laughs> not before I was born. Wow. Hey, it's like hey, it's like blokes. it's it's like he was writing music to try to convince parents that rock is okay. Like where they're just like, I like that one song you played. Play that one again, like for your parents to be just like, I, I, these Beatles are okay. They sound like they made something on a phonograph. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird that Paul McCartney's like, lads, I've got one about mushing oatmeal. <laughs> but they all do. Ray Davies had all these music hall songs, and the and Rolling it's... Stones had one where you're just like, you yeah. listen to this one album, it's like the greatest album, I think, between the buttons, and then suddenly it's like, something happened to me all the time and you're just like what is who put like why is this the final song on the album well are we finally ready to talk about winchester cathedral winchester cathedral you're bringing me down that song is it would make me feel so icky as a little girl when it would come on because it was in the context of like, here's some novelty songs and it's got the streak, the streaker, yeah. the streak. Yep. That's by uh, that get, coal get, at the streak. Guitar Zan. Guitar Zan. All those um, Ray Stevens classics. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Sure. They're coming uh, to take me away. Ha ha. Yeah. And fish then heads, it would go, all these songs. Fish heads, fish heads. One trust a cathedral. I don't like how he sings. I don't like anything about it. Well, just picture them singing through one of those old megaphones. That's how you have to think <laughs> that that's what they were doing. And one of my favorite albums used to be this Tony Randall album where he would, he just did all those songs like finally he's like i'm successful enough that i just got offered a recording contract and i'm going to do all my favorite songs from the 20s and you're just like and the record label is just like well we just signed uh, tony randall like everybody's at the wednesday morning meeting <laughs> what uh what artists we got here i just signed uh, tony randall he's gonna do vaudeville stuff on a record wait you just signed the guy from the odd couple no the other guy you're thinking 80 years ago you're thinking of klugman don't worry yeah don't worry (laughs) 
Felix. I feel like every press release back then should have said, I guess, after the headline. Like, Tony Randall <laughs> putting out a song of standards, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, whatever. Why not? Um, <laughs> the um, And the thing is, 23 Skidoo, do you know what that is? You know when you always hear yes, that? Yes, but I don't know the. I don't know how you'd use it in a sentence. But it's a, like 23 Skidoo is like from 23rd Street. These yes. guys would watch the skirts blow up on 23rd Street. That's like what 23 Skidoo was. I yeah. am almost no, positive No, no, it's of true. That. They'd stand in front. Apparently there was a wind tunnel that the Flatiron Building created that mm-hmm. would uh, blow up a lady's uh, garment. And you could perhaps peep her pantaloons. Yeah. I like. Uh, so it's actually super creepy. And weirdly toothless at the same time. Well, yeah, because women had to wear like seventy-five girdles. Yes, and then like the like the the stockings. <laughs> stockings. I got you a pair of stockings. Like you come back from the war. I got you a pair of stockings. They're silk. You have to you. hold them up with <laughs> like this pulley system. Uh, exactly. There's an elaborate garter system here that will take you. You're gonna four love hours. this. You're gonna love this. And then don't worry, it comes with shoes that are horrible. Yeah. Get into this thing, which is basically the past equivalent of one of those green unitards for <laughs> CG filming. <laughs> yes. It's like, put your yeah. lower half in one of these things. Uh-huh. Only for then, women in the, yeah. 23s could do. <laughs> Only for women in the 90s and later to co-op that and pin up culture and be like oh my god I like garters and their grandmothers are like okay bitch I got you stockings and I got the kids in orange <laughs> it's Christmas it's Christmas I got you got you one stocking maybe next got, year we'll have enough I got you one stocking and three oranges for the five of us <laughs> man that was us those were those were simpler times when you roll out an orange and then everybody's like, oh, my God, I was won't it, get like uh, like my vitamin C deficiency is about to end. That was my question. Is it always a citrus fruit on Christmas Day or was there ever an apple or like a stone fruit? It's always an orange, right? I think it's those, an orange. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like those sit well in a stocking. They've got more resilience. They've got it. They come with nature's own gift wrap. Yes. Daddy. I see uh, the stocking and may that's like when Christmas was just like whatever is in that stocking it might be all you get and then maybe like a thing under the tree and right, then the, uh, right so the stocking is a, a stocking is like the appetizer yes so the you think there was a, a world <laughs> yes the stocking in your house in my house the stocking would be the thing that we would forget every other year to put anything in it like be like, oh, I forgot to put a thing in the stuff. So here's a pen is pencils. Just drop them in or just something to be to just like fill the stocking with anything. Yeah. And it's a Tide pen. <laughs> anything in the like samples section of CVS, a trial and was it trial and travel? Mommy, daddy, St. Nicholas gave me a Tide pen and an orange. This is the best this Christmas is, ever. That's like the perfect child that's like, this orange is making me so happy, mommy. Yeah. Look at this, this is orange. The sweet, this is the sweetest Christmas ever. Shall mommy. we? Shall we? Shall we open it? 
Mommy, this orange, he's so sweet. It's ever so sweet. And this Tide pen is removing all of the stains. (laughs) Ever so quickly. Ever so quickly. I press down and... And It's a retractable tip, It's a retractable tip, Mommy. I keep staining myself with orange juice. And the Tide pen is right there. It removes the orange juice stain. Mommy, I have my, a, mommy, I have weird. a Chris, I have a Christmas activity. I stain myself, and then I remove the stain. Oh, Saint Nicholas! Yeah. Oh, Saint Nicholas! Thank you. If only he could see how much I'm enjoying this Tide pen. And then Mom goes, "I think he is." And her. the father is like, shut, like ruffles the paper. <laughs> <laughs> shut up! I'm gonna go fuck my mistress. He goes out. Mommy, yeah. I'm going back to the coal mine. <laughs> but it's Christmas, Daddy. <laughs> and then a young, the child turns out to be who? Paul McCartney. Oh, let's all get up and dance to a song that was oh, a hit yeah. before your mother was born. I remember it was Christmas morning. <laughs> I go Mom. to Tide Pen and an orange. orange. <laughs> Your body auto. And then the rest is just like, body auto, body auto. So do you have like, like that symbol that. Uh, it's like, now it's over. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're free to go. <laughs> you're free to go. <laughs> you're free to go. Well, we should say. On the show today. Yes. There's some top-notch guests. We got Deezus and Mero. They are the best. So so Tom turned me on to these guys a little while ago, and I think they are so great and so funny and so smart and so fast, and I can't get enough of them, and and I'm just so... I'm just so excited that we, you know... Oh, have a so to to talk to them. It was amazing. Their show is on Showtime. Jesus and Marrow, you can catch that. Uh, Bodega Boys podcast, obviously, and then they have a book coming out in September called God Level Knowledge Darts, which is seriously funny. And we talk about all that stuff, and it's fun, and you're gonna love it because we do a New York City draft. Yes, 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 and it's so fun. And I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen Tom happier. Hanging you, with those guys. Made no, me happy you to probably see, haven't. Made me happy to see you happy. And I was happy, too, because these guys are so funny and so cool. And I watched a bunch of their YouTube videos. And if you're new to Jesus and Marrow, I recommend the video where they go to an escape room with Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> yes. And then yes. Um, the one where they make up a musical about Babe Ruth with Lin-Manuel. So, yeah, it's it's the best. And you're going to love it. a little and- rabbit hole. Yeah, you'll go down a rabbit hole. And we had so much fun with them. And let's check it out. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here to let you know about our latest episode of Office Hours Live. Office Hours is great fun. With the great John Early and Theta Hamill. Very handsome. Thank you. Thank you. They're here to talk about their new movie, Stress Positions. And we just had a wonderful time. There was a lot of laughter and joy. Don't believe me? Well, listen for yourself on the podcast app of your choice. You're not going to want to miss a second. That's at Office Hours Live 
at the podcast app of your choice. Bum, 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 bum. I love Vic and Doug and I love drinking my wine. Hey, welcome back. We're so excited. We have a plus guest. And by the way, Tom, yeah. yes. I, 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 I'm, I'm compelled to remind the audience that we don't have guests every week. And you know why? Well, you know why. Do I? Remind, I do know why. Yeah. Remind, remind our friends why we don't. Because most of these guests are, it's just like retreads and you've heard it all before and you don't need to hear the same comic talk about the same three stuff. Three comedians and you're you're choking on your own uh, saliva because you're you've fallen asleep and you wake up. And go, oh! Yeah. No, we don't. We will talk. We don't need a guest. So if we have guests, the guests they better be are like great. A plus plus yes plus. And this <laughs> blows that up because this is beyond what the usual A plus guest is. This makes the rest of our guests look like garbage. Well, I didn't now. want to disparage the past guests, but yes, let's move forward with our. I will. No. None no, of the I, guests we've had have come I within feel, a mile okay, of these guests. Fair enough. Okay, I feel like we should be in the present and maybe the future. Sure. Well, let's welcome to the show. We're very excited to have Jesus Amaro here. You're, you know, there's a brand new BX in the building. Shout out to 233. Shout out to all your former garbage guests. Sorry that we have to replace you. Yo, sorry. We had to dunk on you verbally. Sorry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Via Zoom. Nah, thanks I, for having us. We're excited to be here. We're coming yeah. in to bring some some Corona humor. Ha ha. Nice. Hey, uh, hey. <laughs> can't social distance away from the humor. <laughs> waka waka. Waka waka. It's, uh, now, I, you have a book coming out in addition to the podcast and TV show. Now books are, you've conquered the field of books. Yes. Yes. Because Literature. books are the new wave of kids are, they're done with TikTok. All yeah. the kids do now, they read. I, know, I always see it on the corner, just groups of kids just reading books. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. Go do something with your life. Yeah. So we decided to cash in on that. We're dropping uh, knowledge darts, story from the Bronx, tale from the you know Bronx, life lessons from the Bronx. That's right. Yeah. God level knowledge darts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we realized, like these said, we realized that what kids were using the word Fortnite as code for books. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. we're in uh -huh. tune with the youth. So we knew, like, oh, Fortnite is just code word for books. So, boom, we jumped into a literary game. Bow. You know what I'm saying? What, like, what a relief. What a relief yeah, right? to hear right? that. What's, here to save the what's, next generation. Yeah, what's porn code for? What's mm -hmm. porn code for? Because they talk is, about that, too. Code for, oh, code when, for kids say, when kids say porn, they mean I want to go home and be respectful and listen to my mom and dad. Yes. So, you know, it's like it's oh. like one of those things. They want to be subversive, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. Thank God. Listen. I feel so much better already. Yes. All kids yeah. want to do nowadays is, you know, just uh, get married early, wait until marriage to have sex, and then buy, you yeah. know, a single family house. You know, maybe a two-level. They wait, until marriage, they wait until marriage to make love. Exactly. To make love. Yes. To make love. Yes. Missionary to while make... looking at each other. Exactly. Now, I read the book, and it's so funny. Oh, my God. Every page. <laughs> Thank God. I thought you were going to be like, that shit was trash. I was like, wait. I was about to call the PR agency like, yo, what is, are we about to get framed? Yeah, <laughs> like, I read the book, and nice try, but. Back to the drawing board. Back to no. the it was garbage. <laughs> no. sticks. It's it so sticks. funny. I um a couple of things popped out of me while I was reading it. Jesus, you said that you've learned a lot of relationship advice from 
watching King of Queens. There you go. And, and I just wanted to know a little bit more about that. King of Queens, what I've learned about that, uh, if your wife is from New York and she has a New York accent, you're going to be kind of scared of her when she yells at you about things. I've learned that from Carrie Heffernan. I've learned from Doug that all you have to, if your wife asks you to do something, all you have to do is do it once, but do it very poorly. So she'll uh-huh. just be so devastated. She'll never ask you to do it again. Yep. Uh, also, I learned that women in relationships are so overbearing and so crushing you have to go to the pub with your boys it's necessary it's yeah. like you married this woman now it's like i never want to see her again oh my god leave me alone and that's what i've learned from king of queens also uh every every woman has an older has a father that has to live in your basement but then you find out like years later he's a classically trained actor and he was in a lot of shows before this yeah yeah there's and- to the good now, what happened to that one guy on the show? Remember, Doug had that one friend for like two seasons who was like the, like the kind of like the John Travolta, like the Tony Manero guy. Yes. And he, and wrote about the he show. just like got, sh- he got <laughs> shuttled at much. some point. Suddenly, he wrote about like, the show. And like he, he, in one episode, his girlfriend was cheating on him, but everyone mm-hmm. didn't want to admit it because she was hotter than him. But it was like early 2000s hot. So you're looking at it, you're right. like, ah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This doesn't. She was like stuff yeah. a top one hundred hot. Yeah, stuff so, right. yeah. she's she's like an eleven. So yeah, eleven. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, she's a two a two K eleven. There you go. So yeah. you know it was uh it, he got written out. I'm sure he misses those syndication checks because I know mm-hmm. I would. Yeah. No. He he must. He, uh, might, he might still get them. They, you know they they probably run that episode every once in a, a couple of his his little arc. But there's there's approximately forty thousand episodes of King of Queens running. <laughs> I, feel like, I, I feel like they play that in Europe, and that's all Europeans think we are. Yeah. You know. One hundred percent. We all work at UPS. A, like we all. Yeah. Every every woman is like a medical biller. Every guy is a UPS driver. I used Those to have to go to England. Jobs in the United States. I used to have a job that sent me to England like rather frequently. And when I used to go there, the number one show and the number one representation of America was two and a half men. And I was like, what the hell? I was like, we don't even wow. watch this. And no. they really the were, they were just like, the Ashley Kutcher they, version. Both. Like it was just on every channel. And I was like, I was like, this is propaganda. This is not what Americans, this is not how we live. But now no. they're looking and they're like, yeah, yeah. It was pretty on point. Uh, yeah. This is, shame, two, this is shame propaganda. Yeah. Two and a half men is like the kind of show that if you were watching like a science fiction movie and it was like some dystopian future and that was mm-hmm. on, you'd be like, yeah, that's about right. The world's ending. And that's what Americans think is entertainment is the meanest, ugliest, yes. unfunniest show you've <laughs> ever seen. Just, it's yeah, just so loud. Crazy. Yeah. Just yeah. loud and dirty. And like, yeah. like, and it's supposed to be like sexual, but it's gross. Yeah. And it's like, and they're like, how can we make married with children worse? Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be like it's supposed to be like a version of like oh, of adult men, but you're just like I don't know any guys like this, and it's just like the crustiest guy in some writer's room who never matured properly and doesn't know how to work with women. He wrote this, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then this broad walks in, and she has like big boobs, right? And she she wants to get a bank account. And you're like, we don't talk like that. We don't all talk like we're making a porno. Yeah, but he's like, my go. poor my my seventh poor says we do. Yeah, yeah. Bro. yeah. <laughs> John Cryer is listening to this right now, but he's like, but I'm rich, motherfucker! Yeah. I mean, he's, not, yeah. he's not crying. <laughs> no. John Laffer, we, laughing to the bank. Today we're going to do a fun thing. We're going to do, everybody knows drafts and sports yeah. drafts, and yeah. they have their fantasy leagues and mm-hmm. all that. So we said, because Julie is from New York City. New hey. York! 
New right. York. Where are you from? Where did you grow up, Julie? I grew up in Westchester, but my dad is from the Kingsbridge. Shout out to Westchester. Ah, Kingsbridge! And mm-hmm. my mom is from Flatbush. Nice. Oh, shit! How, how Westchester are we talking? Are we talking Metro North? Scarsdale. Yeah, Scarsdale. Scarsdale. Oh, yeah. That's the goal. Listen, yeah. that's every Bronx person's dream. I mean, like, like I said, my dad, my dad's dad sold fruits and vegetables on Fordham Road. Okay. And so Listen. his son could go to Baruch, become Listen. an accountant. Move to Scarsdale. Have that's the dream. You know, Listen, I went to that, NYU. Woo! Shout out to the Violets. There you go. Yeah. The Violets. Oh, my God. Do, do you remember when <laughs> NYU tried to do a mascot, Tom? I don't know if you know this, but NYU is not a sports school. By sharing weed, is that a sport? <laughs> what? what was the mascot? Well, at one point, it was this Violet. It was like this dancing yeah. flower. Okay. Yes, because you know that's, that's terrifying when you sit yeah. on the sidelines. Like, yeah. Dancing flowers. Remember those battery-operated like dancing flowers from the eighties, where kind of like, wiggled. Yeah, yeah it, like the that was flower. pretty much yeah. the human version of that. And then I think now it's a bobcat, but nobody cares. Okay, so so I feel so like that's the, the default. Like that's the default. Like yo, we don't know what to do. Just do a bobcat. Do a bobcat. fucking bobcat. I got yeah. places yeah. to be. Yeah. I got. Yeah. I have money. I have money to literally burn. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, just use the clip art for Microsoft Word. Use the clip art. Um, and so Julie, you're New so, York. So yeah, I'm from New York, and Tom's from New Jersey. Jersey, yeah. Jersey in the house. Hey, we yeah. out here, uh, you, Bergen yeah. County. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm from around uh, the New Brunswick area, okay. from uh, Middlesex County. Okay. So Middlesex in the house. Just, yeah. Well, not really. It's not that. Okay. A lot of sex. You know what I'm saying? Ah ha ha. Is that what <laughs> Middlesex County. You know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that when I'm on the Amtrak and it passes by because I see the big billboard and it says we have a lot of sex in this county. A lot of sex so, out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep alone, be humble. Yeah, look out. This is, yeah. This is median sex. You know what I'm saying? I saw, that in, the, I saw that in the New York Times real estate section. It was like, it's a good place to raise your kids. Low yep. property taxes. It's just the problem mm-hmm. is the sex. The problem is the sex. Your neighbors yeah. all the time banging each other. You're like, come on. Yeah. Wednesdays and Thursdays. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. There might be two different middle sexes then. <laughs> Yeah. So you, uh, Mero, you went to the Jersey Gardens I saw on Twitter. You you made the return. I, I went because my wife is originally from Jersey. Shout out to Fairlawn. Mm-hmm. And um, when it came time to buy a house, I looked at Westchester like your dad did. Unfortunately, probably houses when your dad was buying them were cheaper than they are now because they were like, yo, do you want to buy this crack house for a million dollars? And I was like, nah. And then I had to, I started looking at Jersey and I was like, oh shit, I could get like a very large house for yeah. half the price, you know, and half mm-hmm. the taxes and shit like that. And I have a fucking brigade of children. So I, I needed sure. space and I needed a yard to just be like, yo, go outside in the yard. Ka-chumf, ka-chumf, mm-hmm. ka-chumf. The way you do this. with a dog. Yeah, go. You have a dog I, I, run, but for your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a kitty door and I got a doggy door right next mm-hmm. to it. So you have the, are you the doing the full Tony Soprano? Lifestyle Whole thing. I just need a pool and some ducks, and I'm and I'm right there. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Right there. I'm outside with my robe on and shit. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Very stretched yeah. out undershirt. You know what I mean? Picking up the mail, <laughs> slippers to go to the store. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Mask on. Mask on, but I'm free balling. Mask on. Well, you have to have the cigar. Do you cut a little cigar hole in your mask? Oh, of course. You have to. 
what I'm saying? But it's it, I just take out the N95 thing and put a cigar in. I feel like the girls at the Bada Bing would be wearing masks now. Yeah. Over the nipples. <laughs> you know what? I if, so. I, if you're going to a strip club in the middle of the day, it's a turn off if they're wearing masks. Because you want them to embrace the scumbag lifestyle that you're living. You, you, want, you don't want to be like, oh, wow, she has something to live for. Like, no, no. We all, we're all in this dark place right now. So You, you, you want to see a girl and be like, she probably has COVID. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's risky. Exactly. It's dangerous. Hey, come here, you, you know sexy me? super spreader. Walk like, on the wild yeah. side. Cough <laughs> all over me. Uh, I want to, can I have a private cough? You know what yeah, I'm saying? bro. Bro. It's, private cough. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we are... We are four East Coast people deep down in our yes. hearts mm-hmm. and minds right. and, souls. and souls. And because of that, Tom and I thought it would be fun to do like a fantasy draft, but with like East Coast characters, New York City Ooh. characters. Is Let's that go. fair to say, Tom? With Let's Yeah, go. with the goal, you put together the ultimate New York City team. Mm. Like, and we're figuring we'll do a few rounds maybe five, if we get to 5 rounds one round should you can pick one fictional character from okay that that existed in new york city lore mm-hmm. and you can have your own philosophy for whatever you want your team to be okay. and uh how should we figure out who drafts with the order the draft order mm. brett uh, so round 1 i've got julie leading it off uh, then Miro, then Jesus, and then Tom. Hey. Okay. And then we'll kind of switch it up each round. Sure. And we'll do a, like a snake draft that I'll pick uh, first I'm, in the I'm, second yeah. round. Uh, and uh, you can pick anybody. I, I shared a list of some of the top prospects uh, in this draft with you in the oh, chat yeah. section. Uh, but feel free to draft uh, whoever you want that meets the criteria. Uh, and and, uh, and, yeah. these, and the idea of, and you, you have to, Pardon me, guys, because I'm sort of like, I don't really know a lot about sports or fantasy drafts or anything. But the idea is right. to like assemble a team, not just of the best and the brightest, but like people that do different things, right? That fit together. Yeah. You know okay. what I'm saying? So like okay. a well-rounded okay. team. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're right. looking for, right, right. you know, fits a need, not best player available. You know what I'm saying? Depends on where you're at. You know what I'm okay. saying? Exactly. Okay. You're looking to win a championship here. You're not That's looking right. at right, here we go. an all-star team. Welcome, everyone, to the first annual Double Threat New York City Fantasy Draft. Shut up! Fuck you! Fuck you! I'm hearing mixed reactions. Forget about it. Mostly positive, but let's go. Jeff, Jeff, call Melo. Our team managers for today: Jesus Nice, the Kid Mero, Julie Klausner, and Tom Sharpling will draft their ultimate New York teams, featuring the city's most famous, most bizarre, most recognizable local celebrities. And let's get started. So with the first pick of round one, Julie Klausner, who do you pick? I'm start. I'm picking Travis Bickle oh, because Travis I Bickle. want okay. him in my corner during these uh, these intense times. There are changing times in New mm-hmm. York City. I've been calling this the summer of Samantha. She's back. She's not going anywhere, and she needs a. Uh, a, a really messed up guy with a mohawk whose yeah. muscles are very pale. Solid pick. Yeah. Congratulations, Travis Bickle. You're the first pick, uh, first pick. in the first round. Of- and then you just picture Travis Bickle putting on a cap that has Julie's face on it over his mohawk. <laughs> and-, and his family's all around him just cheering and crying. Oh, like, crying. Oh, so his, fa- his family's like Peter Boyle and who the, <laughs> the yeah. other creeps that he hang out in that diner with. Uh, wearing like a mustard suit. Like, yeah, go Travis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, get him, Trav. Yeah, yeah. Get him, yeah. boy. Get him, boy. A you shot him, Paulie. 
a triple pre- a triple breasted paisley dinner jacket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Real drafty. The second well, pick congrats. of round one uh, goes to Miro. That's right, y'all. Uh, my pick, you know what I'm saying, is the inimitable uh, New York icon. If you've ridden the train at any point in your life as a New Yorker, you've seen his face. And I picked him because his mansion in Riverdale is a perfect headquarters for, like, a New York Avengers team. You know what I'm saying? And that pick is Dr. Zizmore. The oh, Dr. Dr. Zizmore. Z. Wow. Dr. You know what I'm saying? Z. That's right. Dr. You know what I'm saying? Zizmore. You know what I mean? Remember that mansion that is, like, a perfect, like, evil lair. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, like, headquarters. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Super Friends. Also... I could just hit, I could just be like, yo, can you get rid of my ingrowns that are on my neck? You know what I mean? With the little sharp tweezer. That would be cool too. You know what I'm saying? And he has the mm-hmm. laser out before you even finish yes. your sentence. Boom. For those of y'all, for those of y'all who don't know Dr. Zizmore, he blesses the MTA every day with his face on those ads. Yep. And it's just like, why would you get skincare from someone who randomly advertises on the NBA on uh, MTA? I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it. And also, they were gonna take you back way back in a way back machine. In the early 2000s, there was a scandal with him because on one of his ads, he had a picture of his wife who clearly looked like him in drag. And nobody, <laughs> and we all were just like, we're like, Dr. Zismore, that's you. So we don't know what happened. Maybe his wife didn't show up. Maybe he was like, you know what? My skincare skills are so good, I can take care of this. And right. you know what? But some people were like, oh, that's nice. He got a wife. So he might have been Mrs. Doubt firing his. Exactly. Dr. Zizmore. Dr. Zizmore just left. (laughs) Mrs. Zizmore will be here in like four minutes. Four minutes she'll be here. He's in his, he's in his, (laughs) out of the trunk of his car. He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The wig is on backwards, like like, the bangs are in the back. And he's like, oh, hello. Hello, I am Mrs. Zizmore. Uh, who, who are you? Oh, I have an accent all of a sudden. Oh, I'm sorry, I was running late. I was having woman issues. You know how that goes. <laughs> Someone's like, "Is this cancer?" And they're showing him a mole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "I, I, I'm, oh, I'm I don't know." Oh, be right back. <laughs> he comes back in the room, but he still has lipstick on. Like, oh, oh. God. This is more where you kiss and then, he's like, and then he's like, yes, that's cancer. Yes. <laughs> they're like, uh, could, that other ladies, could the other ladies tell me that? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's malicious. <laughs> so, okay, uh, I think, why I'm is there brush sh- on your shoulder? I'm pretty oh, sure. this is um, not... That? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we just pitched a new show for Quibi. So, you there know you what? Go. We get a check. Yeah. We get checks. Let's yeah. Let's walk it into the Quibi. Off. They're still open, by the way. They they never closed for uh COVID. And, for, and you're not and you're actually like not allowed to wear a mask, I heard. Yeah. No. Oh, wow. They, if you're wearing a mask, they make you take it off. You're like, you're like, take it off violently. We got GoPros everywhere. We just, you know, right. we got a show called People Dying. <laughs> you come in with a you come in with a mask and they all just start slowly yelling, shame. 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 Just a flu. Just a flu. Just a flu. <laughs> Can barely hear them over the coughs. So like <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is it my turn for the draft? Yes. Yes. Uh, right. uh, third pick of the first round. Okay. Now, my question is, this person has to be a real life person, correct? A real You can pick one fictional person one in fictional for your team. Person. Okay. And. Brett, you gave them the list, right? We have like a little list. He did give us But you can go off list. You do anybody you want. You can go off list. You can do whoever you want. Okay. Uh, My list. Now, somebody who, when we think of New York, we think of them. And they really, 
They're like, they are like our personal Statue of Liberty in New York. I'm going to have to go with Spike Lee. I'm going to go with Spike Lee, not because of his great movies, anything like that, because of his antics on the sideline at Madison Square Garden, how he's always fighting harder than sometimes the Knicks fight. And I respect that. Also, the looks, the looks that he wears on the sideline. You know, Prince, Prince died, and I'm pretty sure at that game, Spike came through with uh, assless velvet pants because you know that's just how it goes. Uh, orange and, or blue? You know, there you go. And you know he talks loud. He feels very strongly about the Knicks and other things going on in the city. And also, as a true New Yorker, he's in love with the Knicks organization, which kind of hates him. And that is pretty much all of our relationship with the Knicks. So I'm going with yeah. Spike. Also, because Inside Man was a fantastic movie. And at uh-huh. the end, you're like, whoa. Twist ending. Yeah. Take that, yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. So yeah, yes. hold that. I'm going with Spike Lee. And and you don't know what he could be hiding in that cat in the hat hat you go. that he wears a lot know. of the time you know now. And he got the big glasses, yeah. even though he could get he could get mm-hmm. Lasix. So you know he's he's keeping very, it old school. Very solid pick. It could and be a second Spike Lee. Yeah. Wouldn't that be exciting? A oh, back of Spike Lee. Was a second. Oh, Spike that Lee too? would be heaven. Oh man. Wow. Listen, and he took on James Dolan, who's basically like Lex Luthor in a pork pie hat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. If Lex Luthor were like a really cool rock star. Yeah. yeah he played yeah. the blues. Yeah. Plays the blues. Da, 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 da. The- I got the blues. Da, 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 da. I got the blues. The billionaire blues. What do you have the blues about? What do you have the blues about? I got about too my much money to count. My father left uh, me two sports legacies and I don't know what to do with them. I'm a, I'm a mediocre musician. <laughs> he should have Frederick Weiss play in his band. The, <laughs> who, that, the guy who didn't did not play one minute for the Knicks, not right? A oh, yeah, for the Knicks. Never, never showed up. Yeah. The guy who was famous for getting a taste of Vince Carter's uh <laughs> <crotch. Jackie Lloyd. laughs> that would if if they want the Knicks to win a championship, that's what they gotta put in the contract. If you do not significantly help the Knicks win, you have to do a year playing an instrument in James Dolan's band. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. About that. Suddenly you see think about that. Yeah. Be like, oh my they're like the Knicks have not missed a shot all season. This is my incredible. God. I don't know. So, they're shooting 120%. I've never seen this. At the end of the first so quarter, it's yeah. 80 to zero. You're like, wow, wow. Ladies ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for James Dolan and the Knicks. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> you just see them crying at the free throw line. They're like, I got to make this, man. I got to make this. Yeah, exactly. Don't make me jam with him. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> we're, just, we're just heckling them by blowing in the harmonicas like. Rah, 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 rah. That's going to be you if you miss that shot. <laughs> All right, Tom, you have the uh, final pick of the first round. Uh, you also have the first pick of the second round. So in case oh, you okay. want to work some strategy All right. here. So I will say with my first pick, I am going to go with Chuck Scarborough. Ooh. Oh, wow. Classic. Classic. Can just, okay. He's he's reliable. Veteran. He's maybe not the most flashy guy, but we need we, – we need uh, – we need we we need a character for my team. So he, Chuck Scarborough is a high character player. Very and, uh, solid. He, he'd be like, yeah, he'd be like. Uh, he's like a he's like his, a Charles Oakley. He's he's, he's a solid. Guy. He's solid. Yes, he would. first one in the yes. gym, last one out. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, you know, I'm saying great New York City IQ. You know what I mean? Very gritty. Awareness. Yes. Game the right plays the game the right way. 
If you know what I mean? He plays the game the right way, exactly. He's also like a, he seems like a non-sex creep Charlie Rose. Yeah. 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 No, but you know what the problem is? A lot of wisdom there. Up until before Charlie Rose became the sex creep, we were just like, wow, Charlie Rose is like the non-sex creep. We thought he was like the good <laughs> yeah. guy. And then he came out like, you thought? And we was like, what? I don't know. I don't know. I I, I beg to differ. I always had a feeling about that guy. I, you know what? I, I didn't know. I was just like, I was just fascinated that his show had that black background. I was like, what's going on back there? Are they like shooting <laughs> well, at the That should have been your first clue. Oh, what's, what's going on? Known. Why is why is it why is it black? What are you hiding? Are you and painting I, over some stains? And then also, because I'm like, I'm like, nothing bad happens on PBS. Come on. They're the good uh-huh. guys. They're like, no. They're like, no. <laughs> when I was a kid and I watched Charlie Rose after Nova, you know what I'm yeah, saying? You know, just come home from a hard day of school, just turn on uh, Keeping Up Appearances. Yeah, with a glass of milk. Watch Are a little nature. Served? You know what I'm saying? Are you being, being served? served? Yeah. I'll say. Hey, 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 Mike. You know, get back to school. Hey, Miro, you saw Masterpiece Theater yesterday? Shit was oh, fire. it was amazing. Yo, flames, bro. Yo, Ken bro. Burns Jazz is tonight. I'm rushing home after oh. school. Hey, whoa, whoa, no spoilers, no spoilers. I'm not caught up yet. He's just going to the contrabassoon. Yeah. Yeah. Don't spoil jazz for me. Don't, don't ruin how jazz ends. Spoiler, it doesn't. It doesn't, no. All right, let's see. So for my second pick. First pick of round two. Yes. Round two. I pick... Joan Rivers. Ooh. Wow. Rest in Joan peace. Rivers. Rest in peace. Rest in power. Yes. Who, if Chuck Scarborough is holding it down and is reliable, she's kind of like bringing some heat. Yeah. Some, yeah. She's like the microwave, like Vinnie Johnson. I, I, she's just yeah. off the bench, I, I saw firing Joan. right away. I like that. Also, my favorite yeah. Joan Rivers memory is the fact that whoever runs her Twitter account every now and then still tweets, and it's just creepy as shit. Like, <laughs> like she'll just like all of a sudden you'll just hear Joan Rivers like the way Donald Trump is handling COVID is terrible. You're like, oh, oh okay. Uh, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think like now that Twitter's like laying down the law with rules, I think that they should institute a rule of like if you're dead, the first tweet should be boo. Wow. And then you can tweet whatever mm, wow. from the dead person's account. But at first it has to, you have to enter with like a, I'm a ghost. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. So, go, so dead people can't tweet. That sounds like cancel culture. Wow. <laughs> no, they can, they can, they can, they can. But boo, but boo is the trigger warning. <laughs> That's right. So wait, T-W, is death, boo. Is death, is death the, the, the final cancel? The fan, final cancellation? Mm, even, no, even, even death can't cancel you. You know That's true. Like That's true. you're dead, but you you still get to rock on Twitter. It's about how bad you want it. So there you go. You can't let a little thing like death stop you. You know. <laughs> no. So the perks of being verified. Next up in round two, uh, we got Jesus. You're next. On yeah, the board. Jesus hey. in the house. Okay. Hey. Now I thought long and hard for this because I was like, who is a New Yorker who seems like they are a supervillain and were written in a comic book, but they're just a regular person and they're not doing supervillain stuff to be a supervillain? And I had to come up with. You guys all know him. He's near and dear to us. We were all going to vote for him until he pulled out of the election. Michael Bloomberg. Oh, 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 Michael Moneybag Bloomberg. Oh, all right. Oh. Let's talk about his qualifications. His disregard for poor people. The way he cannot pronounce anything in Spanish, yet he refuses to let an actual native Espanol speaker do any of the talking. The <laughs> way when he was mayor, he treated it like a shitty side job and didn't want to do it most of the time. So he was like, you guys can't catch me. On the weekends, literally uh-huh. on the weekends, they called Michael Bloomberg to get an out of office memo. So 
I love it. The guy, <laughs> the guy just blew answering service. You guys just blew mad money in an election for fun. For fun. Yeah. Didn't even feel it. Like he was like, ah, I lost billions. Ah, it's nothing. Uh, I'll okay. make it up tomorrow. Uh, I got a new sweater. I'm, it's whatever. I just sell, I'll sell an island. So shout out to Michael Bloomberg. You're on our team because you're the money guy if we need it. You're politically yep. connected. Uh hopefully you're not in the Epstein book. You know, I don't know. I haven't checked out. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know. We're there. He's there. And so, you know, we got Spike Lee over here, a little witty commentary, and Mike Bloomberg will be the old mm-hmm. great guy that's like, ah, bah, bah, nah, that's Spike Ugh. out of control. That's can't work. And Spike's like, we'll use some of your money. And then he'll be like, okay. Okay, that's fine. I like bill. I like Marrow's de Blasio impression. I feel like that should be on the list. Like Marrow's de Blasio impression. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. I just like to eat pizza backwards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, uh, I'm just trying to run New York City here. You know, I, I also I ran for president for a week. But, but, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's fine. You know, let's just get back to normal. All right. Bloomberg is off the board. Uh, Miro, you're up next in round two. All right. You know what I'm saying? I'm sticking to my uh, subway ad scouting reports. You know what I'm saying? These guys, you know what I'm saying? It's a duo. You know what I'm saying? It's a package deal. We all know them. We all love them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when you have a team of New Yorkers, uh, somebody's probably going to get arrested, so you need people there to litigate. So I am picking with my second pick, Salino and Barnes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, like I said, when NYC comes to NYPD, somebody's got to litigate. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, mm-hmm. even, and like even when they don't get along, they're still going to rack up W's. You know what I'm saying? Like even if they're beefing, they're not. It's like Shaq and Kobe. Even if they're not winning, like they're not getting along, they're yeah. still winning. You know what I'm saying? They're getting yeah. your nana 30 million for those bed sores. You, you know what I mean? So, yeah, maybe they don't get as many championships as they could, right. but they still win. Yeah. So, yes. he was like, yo, yep. Barnes actually trained harder. You know what I'm saying? And read the fucking reports and shit like that and didn't leave mm-hmm. it all up to the paralegals. We have more W's, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he's cool anyway. He's still good at what he does. You know what I mean? So, and by, and by the way, if they don't win, do you get your money back or do you get to draft somebody new? That part, I mean? yeah. That's and that's a, that's, that's a good clause. That, that's that's in their rookie contract. If we don't win, yeah. you get to pick, we give you your money back. That's and me, then that's- in the championship, if they split up, then Salino wins somewhere else. Then he, he says, uh, tell me how my ass tastes yeah. to uh, Barnes oh, at yeah. the parade. Yo, Barnes, like, tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> are we going to are we gonna see Salino in a like a Last Dance type documentary where he's just looking at like court cases on an iPad and he's like, yeah. And laughing, yeah. chuckling. Yeah. Oh, only it's like 200 hours. Yes. <laughs> and nobody asked for it. empty house. And yeah. it's, and that it's empty mansion. Court, it's coming on court TV. We're like, what? What channel is that? Is that even still around? <laughs> he's looking at an what did he have on that little table? What did he have on his little, little, he had a cigar and like a, oh, a like, bourbon or something like, if, you, like, if you watch the show in order like by by uh episode three that bourbon bottle was like half done it's half done <laughs> and his, you can see it, it's coming out his eyes at that point like, yeah, 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 yeah. let me tell you something yeah. fuck i say it sounds i say it. i say it again i say it with my chest fuck him. <laughs> all right julie yeah. you're up uh for the final pick of round two Okay, so I've been thinking about the fact that I only have Travis Bickle on my team and I'm a little concerned. (laughs) So I feel like in the spirit of balancing out my team, I just want someone really affable and really lovable. And I'm going to pick Al Roker. Oh, Oh, yes. Uncle Al. Uncle Al, yeah. He's been around forever. Before they they kept him locked in the studio, he could only do the weather. And now we see him out at parades. He's out here. Yeah, he used to be like, 
he used to be an indoor cat. Now he's an outdoor cat. Yeah. yeah. He, you know, he got the little bell on so he doesn't kill any birds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, he just hosted a celebrity ride along on Peloton, which was weird because he didn't, he wasn't on the bike. He was like, no. in the crowd. he was in a crowd, like he was like motivating people. I was like, that's not, you're, you're, you're with your girlfriend at the gym. This is not the same thing. You're not the trainer. <laughs> He used to be a little heavy set, you know what I'm saying? Then he slimmed down, you know, it's goals. Uh, so so he, got, he might be like an inner, so in other words, like he might be like a cheerleader from the inside. There you go. He's a spiritual he's, cheerleader. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's sure. down to the bench being like, yo, good play, good play, good play. Go hustle, go. go hustle. Yeah. Maybe not the embodiment of workout goals, but he's still very encouraging. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And do we Positive. think, uh, do, do we think he knew about Matt Lauer? We'll just say no. No, well, no, no, say no, he no. Didn't know. He had, he had no, no idea. He had no idea. Uh, uh, he had no hope, idea. Yeah, I he, hope let, not. He, he did his weather. He did his weather and he went home. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And read his yeah. like Atlas or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He's good. Remember he, he just, gave that he, interview where he's like, I poop my pants at the White House. Remember that? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He did that. <laughs> Remember no, he was like fight, he was fighting with like butters or turkey or something at the yeah he was parade. like a butter guy was like butter chasing guy. him at the Thanksgiving Day parade. Uh, there you go. Remember, see? wow, parades. Wow, <laughs> yeah, remember concept. those? Whoa. Yeah. yeah, let's draft a. Can we draft the Macy's Thanksgiving Day? <laughs> yes. They're not yeah. doing that. You know what? Well, I'm gonna I'm rescinding my draft. I want the Garfield balloon. So, uh, <laughs> with my pick, I would like to. I select Pikachu. I select Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now Julie, you take the next pick because you're it's kicks off the next. Yeah, and actually, for oh! in, in the uh, interest of time, we're gonna do we're gonna combine round three and four. So uh, this round, give me two picks each. Ooh, nice. And, oh, uh, Julie, oh. You're, you're up first. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I will. Uh, okay, I'm going to pick. Um, I'm going to pick uh, Sully. Mm -hmm. Wow. Sully Sullenberger. Okay. Because okay. I think like we have Al Roker and Travis Bickle and we really need a leader. Like we're really gonna need like a you know a dad at like the helm who's gonna yeah. be able to land this plane on the Hudson. Uh-huh. Um, no matter how many geese interfere. It's true. It's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He really you know that's the, the that's real Sully or Tom Hanks Sully. Oh. Uh, real real Sully. Gotta be a real Sully. Because think about it, think about if in the back pocket of every conversation you had. You could be like, well, I landed a plane in the Hudson. So no matter what argument you're losing, no matter what's going on, you like, ah, 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 ah. excuse me, how many people have landed a plane in the Hudson? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm the oh. only one. Okay, I'm oh. the leader. All right. Yeah. Okay. And then on your team, you also picture him reigning in Travis Bickle, like Travis yes. Bickle being yeah. just like, I'm going off. And like, then like, Sully no, talks like, him down. No, you're not. Yeah. Travis, sit down and put your seatbelt on until I turn the sign off. <laughs> He's like, he'd be like, yes, pilot. Yes. <laughs> you talking to me? You talking to me? Talking okay, to me? okay, okay. All right, all right. Okay, okay all right. Okay, you got okay. it. You got it, pal. All He's right, like, I'll take a seat. Um, And then I'm going to choose... Um, oh, shoot, what was I going to say? The Oh, I know. I'm going to choose... K, which is Tommy Lee Jones' character in Men in Black. Ooh. Okay. okay. Wow. That's a strong... And okay. I do think that he and Sully are going to clash, Sleeper. but I think if Sully is off with Travis, then mm -hmm. K will be off with uh, Al. There you go. Okay. Fair. That's fair. You get through the Midtown Tunnel pretty quickly when he drives yes, uh, his car upside yeah, exactly. down. Yeah. yeah. Smart. And Smart. track all right, Sully and uh, Kay are off the board. Uh, okay. Mero, you're up next. Uh, two picks. All right. <clears throat> First pick. 
is, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got the Zismore Mansion. We got Salino and Barnes to litigate. Now we need a line of defense. You know what I'm saying? Just in case somebody tries to attack the mansion and storm it and, like, do some t- some kind of coup. So I picked the Showtime Subway Dancers because they will flip and kick the shit out of anybody that tries yeah. to invade the Zismore Mansion. You know what I'm saying? So You have an hmm. army. You yeah. just recruited an army. An army. Oh, an yeah. entire so army stupid. of, like, super acrobatic like so, you know what I mean? Like super soldiers that could just like so basically smart. like one thousand Captain Americas. You know what I'm saying? Like of all ethnicities, just fucking shit up. Like super mm-hmm. strong pick right there, boom! Just all around the perimeter of the Zismore Mansion, protecting everything. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then, since this is obviously, you know, what I'm saying this whole concept, this whole thing that we're doing right now is going to be made into a musical at some point and be huge. Of course, when we sell the rights oh. to it. Oh, oh, I know who's coming. Song. I know who's coming. Lynn Manuel, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There you go. He's a genius, bro. He's a genius, in bro. In the heights, you know I grab my coffee and I go. He you made Hamilton, bro. In the heights. That's right, bro. What have you done? Made Hamilton. He's like the Sully. He's like the, the he's like the Sully of the, the of Sully the, of Broadway. You know what I'm saying? Sully of Broadway. There you go. All right, lower your lower your voice because you're gonna steal that idea and make a horrible play oh, about. Oh, it. listen <laughs> this. Listen this. Listen this. Listen to this. Arthur Sully Sullenberger. Ooh. My name is Arthi Sullen Sullen. No, 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 stop. Don't give, two, don't, don't give two for free. Okay. And there's a million planes I haven't landed. Oh. Not today. <laughs> Not today. Yeah. I think this this might end up on Disney minus. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. The only streaming service that pays you not to watch it. Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you didn't oh, watch wow. this shit. Here's a stimulus check for not watching this shit. <laughs> oh. All right, next I'm up a, in uh, round sorry, three. I just have one more, I'm sorry, I just have oh, one sorry, more no, quick please. song to pitch for the Sullenberg musical. Which goes, I'm a fine goose. Tuesday. <laughs> I hope I don't fly into a plane today. Oh wow, the goose is so good. Do you know the goose is song? It's so good. Oh yeah, God. the goose is good, but the second goose is second. really good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, the shit. second goose will be played tonight by Billie Eilish. She's like, wow. <laughs> oh. She's like, she's so god, we gotta mic the second goose because she's so soft in the so, so, like, return her monitor all the way down just so she could film. Goose, it. we can't hear you. Goose! Goose, we can't hear you. Goose. I'm the I'm the goose. <laughs> I'm the I'm the goose guy. Goose You're like, oh guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, next up in round three, uh, we got Jesus with two picks. Jesus with two picks. All right, so my two picks for the uh this draft round. My first one, he's a fictional character, but he's near and dear to every New Yorker. A little mm-hmm. guy by the name of Elliot Stabler. He is uh the wow. cop from Law Order yes. SVU. Okay, I know cops okay. are not the rage right now, but you know he's also a dad, and he's a, he's a regular dad. You know he'll break protocol to go after a guy that went after his daughter. I, yeah, listen, I was yeah. watching in syndication. I missed a yeah. couple of the episodes. I got yeah. the gist. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, you're right on there. You know that there's that smoldering sexual tension between him and his partner that's been that's going right. on for way too long now, and we're just like, just do it already. Yeah. Uh, the one liners follow. He doesn't follow the rules, but he gets cases. Fixed, and then you know, half an hour later, you find out the person he interrogated had nothing to do with the case whatsoever, and now you have to go in sure. a different direction. Mm-hmm. That's why we love Law and Order. So we yep. have him there, and then part of the duel, the second person I'm picking is uh, Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor because she can get us 
anything Elliot Stabler does that's illegal, she can pass rulings to get it uh, wiped out. And if not, we got Mike Bloomberg to dig in his deep pockets. That's right. good. We're good. Wow. You, wow. You've covered. You, your, your team is uh, I, repping I regret, the system. Listen, I regret all my picks. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're like Ocean's Eleven, but it's more like Ocean's Four Train, I guess. It's like kind of sure. Yeah, a little lower. <laughs> All right, Tom, you're up next. Okay. Uh, with my third pick, who do I have? I have uh, Chuck Scarborough and mm-hmm. Joan Rivers. So for the third pick, I'm going to m- go with the youth movement. I pick the Safdie brothers. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, pick. okay. Okay. Yeah. Uncle Shut Jim's the, here. Sh- yeah, the bro. Josh and Benny in the house. Okay. Yeah. Get them. And also Ronnie gets in there too. Ronnie Bronstein, who co-writes the stuff. Nice. He's a, mm-hmm. He can nice. he can be an, a coach, an assistant coach. Yo. And for the fourth pick, now this one might get challenged. I pick Bugs Bunny. No. Who is clearly oh, no from New York City. Oh, oh, no oh wow. Way. Oh, God. Yeah, but he he lives in Los Angeles. No, he's from New. Look at that he's accent. From, yeah, so is Larry David, but he's a Los Angelino. So wait, prove that he's. What's, like, what evidence do you have to prove that he's from Bugs Bunny? Okay. All instincts. I'll tell you. All I'll tell you what instinct. I'll tell you. Everybody who created him is from New York, okay. and the that accent is nothing. a Brook. It's a Brooklyn accent. To me, that and to me, Mel Blanc Bugs said he Bunny's did like it as a, a West Brooklyn. Coast. Yeah, right, but he's I'll their West Coast the, Jews. Okay. To me, that's a West Coast Jew. No Bugs Bunny. No Bugs Bunny. I'll take Bugs Bunny off the board then. Then I go with Mr. Big from Sex in the City. Okay. Respect Chris North. Respect them. Remember when he was going to go yeah. beat up the Russian because she hit, he hit Carrie and he was running up the steps and he got winded because yeah. he's washed and he couldn't end mm-hmm. up hitting her. Right. Like, so yeah. he was gonna. So in other words, Chris North was going to beat up Barishnikov. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, why am I paying premium cable to With watch this? this exactly? And you're sitting there like, why is Carrie dating a Russian? They're like, wait, where did he get a sled in the middle of Central Park? With so- what's going on here? <laughs> oh my God, Miranda moved to Brooklyn. No one's ever gonna visit her. It's like, uh, no, that's not. That's not. If you watch the old episodes now, she's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm moving to Brooklyn. It's like I'm just wasting away, and everyone's like, oh my God, everyone lives in Manhattan. And you're just like, wow. Wow, and and, and they're shot on the same two streets. Like yes. you just see, like every scene takes place. It's like, okay, all right, I'm, yeah. Okay. I, I was gonna pick. I almost picked Steve because hey. he's no, the. No, you don't want Steve. Oh, come on, hey, come on. Hey. you don't want Miranda. Steve. Oh my god, I'm already getting. I already have a headache. I already have a headache. Miranda, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta shoot a free throw at the Knicks game. Are you not gonna watch me free, shoot free throws in the park? Come on, all you gonna do is lighter stuff. Come on, come on, grab Brady, bring him out. He wants to see his dad shoot some free throws. Come on, come on Miranda. Miranda. Me, come on. me, and me. then Miranda like takes off her noise canceling headphones. Yeah, <laughs> like if it's like Sex in the City today, she's got like noise canceling <laughs> earbuds in the whole time. Like I hate, hate. Steve, I hate him. I hate him so, so that's much. That's my fourth. So I picked Mr. Big, and do I do the final pick now? Brett? Yeah, yeah. We've got time, uh, just a minute okay. left here, so let's do a lightning right. round. Just give me everybody's Naked final cowboy. pick. Naked cowboy. Naked cowboy. Naked cowboy. We when we okay. worked in, when we worked in Times Square, we actually knew him. So shout out to him. Shout out to uh, Naked cowboy. He's not aging well. He's aging like guacamole, but I can't anyway. imagine why. I can't imagine why. I can't imagine okay. why. All right. All right. And, uh, oh. Jesus, give me your final pick. My final pick, uh, uh, my final pick right here. Oh, a uh, friend of the Naked Cowboy, the Dirty Elmo in Times Square. 
This is dirty, but yes, it has to be one. Dirty. It has to be one with bed bugs. Yes, and it has to, when it comes when it gets his draft hat, the person wearing it has to take off the head and smoke a Newport while they're getting it. Like yo, yes, thank you, thank you. I represent yeah. all the Elmos. Thank you, bro. Thank you. We're all gonna Take go back man. to our apartment in Queens that we all yeah, live bro. together in. All right, Ariel, Ariel, come on. The Q train's coming. Let's go. Let's get out of let's here. Let's get out of here. <laughs> hey, you two topless natural liberty ladies. Let's go. Train's coming. Go. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Picture him just like hiding the Elmo. He doesn't want to carry it on the train. Just figures he'll hide it yeah. somewhere. In- he just has it in like a wall bounce bag. Like, yeah, oh, gross. Like, I'm going to throw yeah, up. I'm going to throw <laughs> like up a, thinking of that. Yeah. Oh, like a, like a Gristini's, like a giant Gristini's yeah. bag. That's a dirty uh, one just, that he found on the platform. Oh, like, oh. I'm gonna yeah. throw up. That's some weird liquid in it. You don't know what it is. He just shook it out. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, it's wet. Oh. 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 It's fine. Turn it inside out. Someone else on the subway car points out that he's leaving a trail that is just dripping. You're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, Mero, you're up next. Uh, last pick. Last pick. My last pick. This guy is a, this is a sleeper pick. You know what I'm saying? But it's a strong pick. And it's the rent is too damn high guy. Yeah. Sure. You know what I'm yep. saying? McMillan. Icon. Shout out to Jimmy Icon. Iconic facial hair. My man looks like uh, 1800s steampunk jazz guitarist facial hair style. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't lose with a dude like that. Like, he looks like he invented nanobots. You know what I'm saying? But and you know what? Oh, and you know what else? You know what else? Yeah. He's fucking right. Yeah. Yes. Right is too damn high. It yes. is. That's why I moved to Jersey. You fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? I could have bought. You know, I could have bought a house in, in the Bronx instead of the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? Do you think? Do you think he? Um, do you think he wears those gloves because he strangles people on a regular basis? It might be, he might be, you know what I'm saying? But that's wow. also good because we got him and we got Selena and Barnes on deck to just make sure that the gloves, you know, if the glove doesn't fit, they must quit. What if he's using yeah. the gloves to go around and strangle landlords? Yo, then he's That's why I got Elias Stable on my team. We're going to investigate this. We're going to find that's out. A John, that's a John Wick I would watch. Oh, yeah. John Wick. <laughs> it's, not, it's not as visually exciting, but, you know, it's, it's great. It's, he's just choking out people while they're serving eviction notices. I can get with that. I can totally get Never with forget. That. Never forget. John Wick is from New Jersey. Yeah, no. I was going to list him. But then I remember in the initial scenes, he had the house and he drives out to the airport and it's clearly in Jersey. So, yeah. you know, shout to him. He, he moved to Jersey for the same reason as Miro, because it's the house. Yeah. He <laughs> saves money on the house. Because you know he's spending a lot of money on guns. Come on. you know, So much yeah. on guns. And then when he's, like, checking the house out, he's just like, can I, like, cement over, like, a hundred machine guns <laughs> yeah. in this basement? <laughs> like, what's the... I just, what's need, the, like, I just need a doggy door and an armory. Well, what's yeah. funny now, because of COVID, if you go on Street Easy, you can do that using 3D. You can just see in you know, the apartment where you can stash your guns, different, you know, mm-hmm. different sites. Like, okay. we want to put bulletproof glass. It's so simple nowadays. It's super easy. That's why it's called Street Easy. Yes. Boy, is it easy. <laughs> and the last pick of uh, round five, the last pick of the draft goes to Julie. So I was, I'm, I, like I said, I'm very concerned about all the testosterone on my team. Yeah. Um, especially since we have two like alphas mm-hmm. and then, um, uh, one, uh, well, we have a genuine psycho and then mm-hmm. we got two alphas and then we have sweet Al Roker and I'm thinking we need some women to like get them, you know, in Energy. line. Yeah. And so I was thinking the cast of girls, but I don't want that. I, it's just it's just a lot like it's I don't much. feel like generationally they would understand each other no Travis Bickle would get confused yeah um you know Sully might be upset like it's just 
it's it's not it's not a right like it's just not a good combination. Yeah. So I'm going to say like um uh Cher's character from Moonstruck, Loretta Castorini. Ooh. Um Whoa. To, to just every time someone steps out, slap him in the face there you and go. say <laughs> snap out of it. That's a strong that's a strong selection right there. So yeah. I I I believe in Cher. I believe Loretta's gonna like Make sure that everybody. You believe in share. I believe in share too. I do believe in share. I believe, I in, believe life in life after, after share. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know a life after share. No. I don't want to know that world. Every time Cher tweets about Trump, she uses the toilet emoji. Yo, <laughs> she, Cher using emojis. That's her shortcut for Trump. Listen. She loves emojis, but it saves a lot of characters. She just goes, toilet is now trying to say this about DACA. Go, but you know exactly who she's talking about when she says yeah. it. You're like, this yeah. This is toilet. Go back, go back to try, time travel back to the 80s and tell Cher that, she, that she's going to be using emojis in 2020 to talk about the president. Watch her head explode. She's going, She'll be like, snap out of it. Snap out of it. Look at my yeah. look at my cheeks. I'm wearing a thong on stage. Hey, hey I'm hey. on the intrepid, shaking it. Yay. It's, it's controversial <laughs> for the time. <laughs> oh my God. So let's everybody re- say list your team and we'll wrap it up. We'll just uh, my team is Chuck Scarborough, Joan Rivers, the Safty Brothers. Mr. Big and the Naked Cowboy. Nice, nice. Strong right. selection. Strong, 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 strong. I got uh, Dr. Zismore, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? The leader of the pack. Uh, the Showtime guys for first line of defense. Uh, Salino and Barnes, our legal team, you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. Lin-Manuel to make this whole thing mm. into a beautiful musical. And the rent is too damn high guy because the rent is too damn high. And also he has yeah. 1800s face rate and you can't fuck with that. No. So my team consists of Spike Lee, Michael Bloomberg, mm. uh, Chief Justice Sonia Sotomayor, and yeah. Elliot Stabler, bringing up the rear, all right? It's not exactly the team you want to see if you're fighting Thanos, but you know what? We're going to be able to make some things happen. So, you know Jesus, what if, what if they say you can only have Elliot Stabler, if you, but you have, to, you have to take Elliot Spitzer? Ooh, I will take Elliot Spitzer, but he's Client not Client number nine. Yeah, he's not allowed to near a phone. He's not near any laptops, okay? <laughs> Elliot, let me see uh-huh. your hands. Elliot, let me see your hands. Hey. So it'll be like Suicide Squad, like they wheel him into the yeah into the center <laughs> with the handlebar mask on, mask on and just reeling him out. <laughs> yeah. Ow, Spitzer. And then and mine is Travis Bickle. Okay. Al Roker. K from Men in Black. Sully. Sully. And uh, Loretta Castorini. Is hey. that it? Hey, that's yeah. it. That's, that's, a, that's not a bad. That's not a bad team. Uh, a, that yeah, that like team that. is set for a championship going, run. Going deep into the playoffs, I see it. Yeah, yeah. Now, thank you so much for doing this, Jesus and Mary. You have the best show on television. Hey, thank you. Hey. And now you have the best book on television in the, in the history on of television. television. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. The, the book is so funny. It is so seriously funny, and um. I, I loved it. Thank you. It yes. is. I can't wait till the outsoles of the Bible. Oh, immediately. Yes. We've already started leaving it in just like rundown motels. So you, you know, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's gonna... screwed yeah. into the first uh, yes. you know, drawer on the night table. Also, we have a yeah, book that's... tour coming out. So if you enjoyed the book, be sure to check out the book tour. The virtual and, book tour. And don't, and don't worry. We're not, we're not going to sacrifice your entertainment for little things like social distancing and masks. We're doing uh, it naked. It's going to be yes. great. That's right. So enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Bootleghighs.com. 
I feel like this format has not like. I feel like you guys are like so good on this format. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like th this is like social distance, like whatever it is. Like you guys just have it. You know what I mean? Like you, we don't need you in studio. You guys just bring your voices and your brains to the table, and oh. it's heaven. I really, yes. I gotta say, like what you guys have is yeah, uh, it's very it's, special. It's you guys can't see me, but I'm doing the Eli Manning like, oh shucks, you know, like kind of. Mm -hmm. It's fun to do, the, and the fact the that, like, even right now with COVID, making everything so sad and gloomy, and like now we we could we provide this little bit of light in people's life. You know, yeah. you get to watch the show, Absolutely. and that's a good feeling. And I just want to say, the book. If there's only one book in the history of humankind that has more than one Paul George joke in it, <laughs> and it's your book. There you go. Somehow, I couldn't believe the second Paul George joke. I was like, unbelievable. <laughs> That is like that was a commitment to the to the mission. <laughs> you squeezed a second one in there. I had to. <laughs> that was because the editor told us we had to because uh, our biggest the book we were aiming to beat uh, the Canterbury Tales. They have only one Paul mm -hmm. George book. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're coming, coming for that title, baby. Can you believe that? They didn't. Yeah. They didn't mention Paul George once in Little Women. Like not even one I like time. That your editor, oh. I like that your editor is like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're yes. going to fucking beat the shit out of Canterbury. Tales. Yeah. yeah. Like, take that, Canterbury. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for being on the show. We appreciate it. And you guys are the best. Thanks for having us. This was so much fun. This was dope. Yeah. We'll do it again next year for the next draft. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. No, de, no de Blasio's. <laughs> no de Blasio. No, no de Blasio. You know what? No, no Anthony Wieners. How about that? <laughs> no, talk about, talk about no a straight no There leaders. is no straight jacket in the world that can contain that guy. He goes, hey, Siri. You're like, oh, no, shit. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. Siri's like, danger, 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 danger. <laughs> Oh, that was so much fun. Yes. The yes. Best. I do the just want to say, best. I want to say if I had my thing to do over again, I would put, not put Curtis Lee on my thing. I didn't do that, but I would have put Walt Clyde Frazier on instead of Naked Cowboy. And I'm taking this one to the listeners, Julie, and you yep. yeah, better yeah. understand that I... In my heart of hearts, is this Bugs Bunny? That Bugs Bunny is, is Bugs Bunny? from New I York. Look, I think he's, he's from, from New, York, New York. He's absolutely from New York, but he's not a New like he doesn't live there. Well, the cartoons he's will tell you that every, he currently doesn't live there because there's no evil professor's saying, mansion in. But what? Well, sell that to Michael Bloomberg. This is my joke. This is my joke dog character. But what I was going to say is, yes, I think Bugs Bunny, this is my philosophy, grew up in the Bronx, you know, what like did the whole circuit, the whole Phil Silver's like, you know, experience. And then when he made it, he settled in California. And then, of course, He's going to go and do get he he, you know, is doing gigs. He travels. He um, not only does shows everywhere, but but I mean, do you think that that bullfighting ring that he like digs a hole into? You think that's a set or you think that's a real bullfighting ring? Oh, I think I think he travels the world. I think he just you don't think he, that those he, are just sets in Los Angeles. 
No, I don't. I think he's right. out and about and he's seeing okay. the real world. You just got to admit, one of the best things you've ever seen in your life is when Bugs Bunny saws Florida off of the United Evan. States and then it just sails. Like it just moves <laughs> as if it's just like a block of ice. Like yeah. he saws. Because that's what it would above. do. It would just sail away. If you sawed it with an actual saw that you. That I mean, I, I fantasized about that. No, Bugs Bunny's definitely from here in the way that like Larry David's from here. Or just like mm-hmm. I don't know. Any I just feel like he's a West Coast Jew. Sure. That's my okay. heart. That's my well, No, that know. that look, I will accept that, but then that just comes down to is like I just want to hear that you agree he's from New York City. Of course. Okay, that's all I wanted. Of, that's of all course, I wanted. Of course. Absolutely. 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 Well, look, this has been a great show and so much fun. And thank you for listening. And thank you to Jesus Amero for coming on. And we will be back next week. In the meantime, follow us over at, at Double Threat Pod on the social media. And, and if you have stuff to send us that we can chit chat about, send that to doublethreatpod at gmail.com and subscribe and tell your friends about us and uh um you know wear a mask and we got another great guest coming up next week that we will surprise you with and you're gonna love it and we're just starting getting started we've only just begun begun. forever dog this has been a forever dog production Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.